I just did a really great conversation. Um, and I did this uh, Dao Te Ching chat with Catherine and it, uh, something went wrong and it didn't save and it didn't, and I cut someone off. So I just wanted to come on really briefly and see if, see if anyone wanted to come on and chat with me about the Dao. Uh, the Dao Te Ching is, translates as the Canon of Reason. It's an ancient text written by Lao Tzu. And I want you to come on and pick a number between 1 and 81, and we will talk about that chapter of the Dao. I, I like to look at the Dao and, and check out what you know, I pick a number, uh, not every day, but many days I pick a number and I read it for just some guidance. The, the, uh, the, it's, it's really great. It has, it's very much like, you know, astrology or, or, or reading your cards or other sorts of things like that. And, and it just has information in there for us. And so if anybody wants to come on and chat a little bit about the Dow, I would love to have you on. This is a great app for community and learning and doing all sorts of fun stuff. And so if you want to come on and pick a number, this is, this is fun. It is going to be, it's a, uh, it's a way of just having a little fun with uh, what the Dow states. The Dow is, it's not religious text. Uh, it is, like I said, it translates into the canon of reason. And so it's about living reasonably. I was just talking uh, with Catherine earlier before something went, went wrong with my talk and it didn't save and it, it kick me out and all sorts of stuff, but um, that's what happens in new things. I would love to meet some of you. If anybody wants to join me, I will definitely follow you and we can uh, have a great conversation about what uh, what is in store. Earlier, I read uh, chapter 13, which talked about success being as dangerous as failure and hope being as hollow as fear. And those are some really great uh, statements. And, we were, and Catherine and I were talking about that. So if anybody is on and would like to join me and uh, pick a number between 1 and 81, we can check out what the Dow has in store. We talked about this, this concept of um, whether you m are moving up or down. And, and Catherine mentioned that when you are successful, there are all sorts of things that are changing all the time and you have to move with those. And when you are in a space of failure, that same sort of thing happens. There's a lot of the same sort of shifting energy that is going on. We're going to have Stefan join us. Or Stephen, I don't know. I'll ask him how he how he pronounces it once he gets on. But um, but yeah. So we were talking about things like that. Is it Stephen? Or hey Stephen? Martin. Hey, it's Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> how you doing, I, man? Pretty good, man. How how are you? It's 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 really good to have um, you know a platform like this because I read your um, topic and it's actually something that I've tried to use. I've tried to use the Tao Te Ching a lot to. Uh, get answers for myself, but I've never really understood it. I've had oh, beautiful me to it. So as soon as I saw this, I'm like, this, this, this gentleman here can actually kind of you know help me out because I'm I I sole I I based I sorry I solely base my um, demeanor of career and work on inspiration. I'm a I'm a I'm a sound engineer and I am like a creator. I did you know. I am a bassist as well, and I do. I am in a couple bands, but what I've actually kind of acknowledged is I get more love and more excitement off inspiring other people and actually helping them push through the stuff that 
brings them down and their their inner saboteur, right? So I know that the the Tao Te Ching does a uh, you know that's 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 what I went to. I went to that. I just never understood it. So you know, let me know how you you utilize it and how one can essentially benefit from it, especially me. Well, let's 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 go through a let's go through a practical exercise. Why don't you pick a number between one and eighty one? Okay. Um, let me see here. Let's pick 32 strictly because it's my age. That's your age. All right. Okay. So this is going to be this. So, so this is, you know, like, like you talk about inspiration, right? Yeah. Like you, so you moved towards the number of your age, right? Like yes. whatever, for whatever reason that was, that was, that was the thing that inspired you to say it. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to, we, there, there are four different groups of lines here and we're going to go through it and we're going to talk about what each one means and just a bit. We're going to see what you think, and we're going to see how, how, we, can, how we can look at this. The first, the first part, three lines, very simple. The Tao cannot be perceived. Smaller than an electron, it contains uncountable galaxies. Okay. Whoa, that's a lot right there. Yeah. What are we talking about? So, so what, what, is your, what, what is your first take on that? Sorry, can, 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 can I'll you repeat it again? Yeah. The Tao cannot be perceived. Smaller than an electron, it contains countless galaxies. So what I got from that is kind of like this certain thing you really can't give an identity to because it's such – it's something to do with it being such a small understanding, but there's such a big thing behind it. Whoa. Right? There's a, yeah. there's, there's, there's sim, it is, it is sim, simply, it is simplicity in its, in, in its physical sort of experience, right? Because like smaller than an electron, you can't even see it. No. It, yeah. <laughs> and yet it contains uncountable galaxies. Which that means, right. So. Let's look at the word perceived. The Tao cannot be perceived. Can you perceive an electron? Let's say with your naked eye. This was written a long time ago. I mean, it was translated more recently. You cannot, right? No. Can you perceive the galaxy? Yes, but only by picture. You can't perceive it by your eye. Well, I guess you can because of picture, right? Right, but but you're in the middle of it. Yeah. In order to be able to perceive it, you have to get out of it. Yes, yes, definitely. Absolutely. So it's not really perceivable from where we are, right? And so like, like, not only is it something that is tiny and not is something that we are not inside, it is also enormous. And something mm-hmm. that we cannot like escape. Like, like, yeah, so that's how I see it. And it's like, whoa, like, these are both like separate and opposite things, but they but they hold the same but it is the Tao that, are, that is those things. So mm-hmm. we're going to go on to the next group of lines. This is uh, six lines. Um, but uh, if I need to um, stop in the middle and just to kind of talk about something, we will. Absolutely. If, pow- if powerful men and women could remain centered in the Tao, all things would be in harmony. The world would become a paradise. All people would be at peace and the law would be written in their hearts. Hmm. So what like this 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 is why the the Tao can be difficult for people because these two things don't seem like they relate. 
right? Like how, like if powerful men and women would remain centered in the Tao, all things would be in harmony. Well, okay. What does that have to do with smaller than electron and part of the whole or simple yet Im- immensely complex? Well, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you one Please. quick little idea that I'm thinking. Yeah. Men and women are kind of the whole. We are the only two species on this world, right? Well, human species, I guess I would say. Um, so if you think of it, no, I guess, I, I guess I'm getting a little bit too, cause I feel like men and women are kind of the main centerpiece of the galaxies in the universe. You know what I mean? We don't know if there's other humanity out there. So if we're the only humanity that this is actually really cool because such a, a diverse and like special species right now is the only thing to these galaxies right so would you kind of well, that it is kind of or am i getting a little too philosophical on you no 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 i don't know that you can but i do want to say if powerful men and women could remain centered in the Tao, all things would be in harmony and so what i think they're saying what i think what the way i process this is people who are in charge of the systems right government people who are in mm-hmm. charge of education people who are in charge like if you have power if you have power so even if you're a parent, because a parent has power over their children, right? Yep. If they can remain centered in the Tao, all things would be in harmony. Meaning, if I'm open to you as a separate individual, that electron, but holding all that is possible, then I can love you from my heart. If I, as a parent, say you are my son and you are going to play football. Am I able to, am I seeing you as holding a galaxy inside of you, a galaxy of opportunity, a galaxy of possibility? The first thing I have done is as a parent and as a powerful man or a powerful woman have already dictated what you are going to do. So the next line is the world would become a paradise. All people would be at peace and the law would be written in their hearts. Is this making sense? Yeah. Especially how you just explained it with the whole dictation thing. Absolutely. Definitely. Right. How many of us are lit? And and I talk about recovery. So I, you know, like I got 20 years clean and sober. How many of us are living under the influence of the economic system. I I would say majority of us. Right. How many of us are living under the influence of the education system? How many of us are living under the influence of our parents, even though maybe our parents have already passed, but we still carry those old rules. Mm -hmm. And if we could in our minds recognize that the Tao is in every electron And in every electron exists multiple galaxies of possibility. Uh, I get it a little bit more now. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to go to the next. I'm going to go to the next grouping of of lines. We got another six lines. So uh, if we need to stop, we will. When you have names and forms, know that they are provisional. When you have institutions, know where their functions should end. 
knowing when the stop when knowing when to stop can you can avoid danger so this like i didn't even read ahead but but like this this is this is exactly what we were talking about right when you have yep. names and forms what are names and forms they're labels like you have a label for somebody right like like even us as children of parents right we see our mom and dad as something something special and it could if our parents want to get remarried let's say when they're older maybe we're we're resistant to that we don't want to see that because we're holding an idea a label of who they are and what they're supposed to do what are your thoughts i definitely i think that goes so much deeper even with love man like you know you can you can i i have this i for example i'll give you a, a quick little scenario uh i have an old crush that was a friend with uh that was the cousin of one of my friends and we hit it off. And uh, again, it didn't work, but we still continued friends. And what I kind of realized was as the years went on, our actual friendship that was before the love or the infatuation actually started to deteriorate. I started seeing that, you know, she lost much more um, uh, patience with me. She actually labeled me as the guy that she didn't want uh, instead of the guy that, um, you know, had a feeling for you for some reason. And you should have talked to him and been like, listen, this is how it is, friends, and da-da-da, you know what I mean? Because she labeled me like that, what what we were good friends before can never be again because now there's an actual, there's a thing in her mind on me, right? Oh, that's the guy that did this. That's the guy that, you know, you don't do nothing. That's, that's, is that what you're trying to say? Like what you're saying, I think, and I think this is this is accurate. Like in in referring to this, uh, is that she was unable to. She saw an experience, and her idea of you changed. That created a label that she could no longer shed. Yes, yes. A, a situation between us made this label, and even though that situation was amended with, you can tell that the label was still there. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And maybe it's, you know, like I never want to, um, I never want to concede victimhood, right? So you're not a victim of that. Maybe, maybe there are things that you need to learn from that as well. And, and things that, you know, maybe you're carrying where it's like, oh, you know, it's hard to have an infatuation with someone, get rejected and not feel hurt and not feel, um, and not feel uh, 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 like like you still have feelings for them. You know that's a that's something that we can do. That mm-hmm. we can we can get there, but it is not easy. No, <laughs> it's right? not. But you push and you get there. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the last line, the last two lines, is really interesting. Um, and it says, "All things end in the Tao, as rivers flow into the sea." All all things end in the Tao as rivers flow into the sea. Yeah. Connection. I feel connection on this. I feel that this, this line is about connection somehow. Well, I think that just like you and the relationship with your friend, right? Like the Tao was in you and you saw something. You responded to it. She responded to it. And now you both are continuing to flow towards you. 
right? She is continuing to flow towards who she is as a whole, and you are continuing to flow to who you are as a whole. Absolutely. Having, having had that lesson, you aren't, you aren't living your life without that experience now. You are both living your life from that place of having had that experience together. So that now your life from this point forward will forever be changed by your experience. And the, the direction that you are headed is towards all being, towards Tao, towards, towards the, the space of being a physical separate being, but containing multiple galaxies, as it said in the first part. Definitely. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. So, so this is how I use the Tao. I pick a number and then I say, huh, what does this bring up? What I would do is, is um, utilize, uh, utilize some of the things that we talked about today and just kind of mull it over and think about this, this person that you were with and say, huh, I wonder, I wonder what I can continue to learn from, from this and where, right? Like, like you are a powerful man in this. So a powerful men and women could remain centered in the Tao, all things would be in harmony. And the thing is, is there seems to be some disharmony here. Hmm. Now, if you can remain in the Tao and the idea that, that she can be, she can, she doesn't have to do what you want, which is like, see you as you were. She sees you as she sees herself in her mind. So permitting that will allow you to, be more, um, be more open. Mm. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I was really excited to have you here with me. Um, Stephen, it was beautiful. If you, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I do Tao Te Ching chats regularly. So if you follow me, I'll definitely be doing these, you know, once or twice a week. It's such a great experience to uh, talk with people. And if you wanted to come out, we can continue talking because there is still a little bit more here. But like the, we, we read the whole the whole thing. It, that was all of Chapter 32. Um, but I do want to do want to address, Stephen, uh, if you're still listening, um, that it is about that harmony. It is about like. If, if powerful men and women can, can remain centered in the Tao, meaning that you, like, you have to understand, even though she saw you, even though you're seeing that she sees you in a space, in a space that is coming from an experience, you also have a label and you also have an identity that she is attached to. Does that make sense? Oh, the guest jumped off. So, so, so I, if you're still listening, if, if that makes sense, right? Like that you're holding on to that as well, right? You're holding on to an, uh, you're holding on to your friend with an identity, right? Like, like, so yes, she has an identity of you, but you also have an identity of her not seeing you. Right. And I would also venture to say that maybe there is an identity that that it's difficult for you to see you at times as well, because we can't uh, we we will never look outside of ourselves and see something that is not a part of us. So this was beautiful. What a great number. Thirty two. I am, you know, happy to see like you're thirty two. And I do want to 
I want to I want to chime in that maybe I, I did a talk not long ago about uh, Saturn's return and you are just coming out of Saturn's return. Um, and that might be what's bringing you to wisdom and some other opportunities uh, in your life. You may have seen some tumultuous years that you are that you are just coming out of right now, like from 26, 27 or so. Um, so there, I do have a talk on Saturn's return, Stephen, if you wanted to check that out. That is about uh, how your purpose changes in your life. And it's not astrological as much as just that is that is a time when we all go through change although it does have astrological um astrological uh, uh roots so if anyone wants to join me and pick a number between one and 81 i am talking about the Tao Te Ching. And the Tao Te Ching is an ancient text that uh, translates to the canon of reason. And I love sharing the Tao with people. Um, and one of the things that I like to do is if I'm going through something and I don't know what direction to turn or how to uh, grow from a situation, I always just kind of pick a number, pick a random number out of the Tao. And by doing that, I'm able to uh, I'm able to see a little clearer. I'm able to break it apart. Like with Stefan, we, we broke down chapter 32 and uh, 32 was talking all about um, how if you can remain centered in the simplicity that holds the complexity of the universe, then you can uh, be and support harmony it talked about um it talked about powerful men and women and 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 Stephen and i talked a lot about this idea that what is a powerful man or woman right like if you have control over someone else then you are powerful if you have if you are a parent then you are powerful because you are able to grow in that position right like you're able to grow that in a way that is uh, is powerful over another person. So bosses, they are powerful. Um, me as a mentor, I am powerful. Uh, and I have to make sure that when I am speaking and when I am talking, I do that from a place that is centered in the Tao. Because the Tao is that, that complexity within simplicity, that, that hugeness within the immensely minuscule and we are all uh we are, we're all able to be in that so if anybody is listening and would like to uh would like to pick a number between one and 81 i would love to chat with you about whatever number of the dow you would like to talk about um of course like i just pick a number because um because it, 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 every every time I pick a number, there is there is magic in there for me at that moment, and I would love to share that with you. So if you are just coming on, I am taking I'm talking to people um, about the Tao Te Ching, and if you pick a number between one and eighty one, I would love to have a conversation with you. Just uh, hit the join button, and then we can talk all about a chapter of the Tao together. Um, there are 44 people listening right now or that have uh, listened to some of this. And so I will uh, read 44. Uh, fame or integrity, which is more important? Whoa, that's a big one, right? Fame or integrity, which is more important? If anybody has any thoughts on that, please join me. Money or happiness, which is more valuable? It's interesting, right? Because they could say fame or integrity, which is more valuable. But they say fame and integrity, which is more important? 
Today, we have so much fame and sadly, so little integrity. Money or happiness, which is more valuable, right? Like money is sure has value, but happiness is so valuable, it you couldn't put a number on it, right? Like, but money, you can count it. It's a, it's a quantifiable thing. Success or failure, which is more destructive? I was talking about this with someone not long ago, that, that, that concept of, the concept of like, which is more destructive, success or failure? Of course, success, if you don't understand failure, can destroy an entire country. And it has. I mean, it's done that over and over again. If you have a number you want to join me and um, and give me a number and we'll start chatting about the Tao Te Ching. I'm going through chapter 44 right now. Um, and we just read the line, success or failure, which is more destructive? I mean, these three lines in the first, in the beginning of 44 are so beautiful. Fame or integrity, which is more important? Money or happiness, which is more valuable? And success or failure, which is more destructive? Those are questions that I think we need to ask ourselves so we can say, well, do I want to move towards fame or do I want to move towards integrity? Do I want to move towards money or do I want to move towards happiness? Do I want to move towards success or do I want to move towards failure? Now, it's interesting when I put it that way because you're like, who would want to move towards failure? But it's not about moving towards it, it's about embracing it right? Uh, under those circumstances. Like, do I want to embrace happiness or embrace money? Because it's not like you're going to choose one or the other necessarily, right? Like, but it is about how we look at other people as well. Like if someone has a lot of fame, is that something that we should be praising? Or should we be praising the person who, is, who has more integrity? Because that's, that's, that's what this comes down to. And I'd love for you to join me and pick a number between 1 and 81, and we can, we can talk about the Tao. If you look to others for fulfillment, you will never be truly fulfilled if your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. These are this 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 chapter forty four is so beautiful, and I picked forty four because there were forty four people on when I decided to read a chapter. Um, and if you look to others for fulfillment, you'll never be fulfilled. That is such a beautiful way of putting it. There is a lot in there. If anyone wants to join me and pick a number between 1 and 81, I am taking suggestions. So come on and uh, join me. But if you look to others for fulfillment, you'll never be truly fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. This is the second stanza of chapter 44. And it is it, it speaks volumes. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. And that is such a beautiful way of putting it. The whole world belongs to you. When you realize that there is nothing lacking, you are perfect. Your neighbor is perfect and everything is as well. This Wisdom app is a wonderful place to connect. I want to invite anybody to... Um, Click the button and join me and uh, pick a number between 1 and 81. If that doesn't happen shortly, I will uh, end the chat. But I do want to share the DAO. Um, and so if you're out there, Stephen is back. Oh, that's great. I'm always begging. And we get we do get people that, that, that give me pity votes. And I really appreciate it. <laughs> hey, man. No, I was actually pretty intrigued because, like I said, the Tao Te Ching has been actually something 
that I try to go to for inspiration and for you know, un- understanding. So the fact that you're so well equipped with it, <laughs> that's appreciative. I really like that, man. So well, good. I'm glad. Number, if you don't mind. Yeah, please. Okay, let's pick 64. 64. Gotcha. Here we are. Oh, this one's a little longer. Oh, but okay. this, one's good. this one's good. This one's good. What is rooted is easy to nourish. What is recent is easy to correct. What is brittle is easy to break. What is small is easy to scatter. Ooh. Okay, so I, I mean, each one of those is pretty dense in and of themselves. So what is rooted is easy to nourish. What does that mean to you? What is rooted is easy to nourish. So what's what's already there or exactly like, like, like you're on the right path yeah like 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 family because family loves you and because it's there for you it's going to be easy to nourish a great easier to nourish a great relationship and to have positivity i guess does that kind of make sense yes like that's perfect like what is rooted so you are rooted in your family as yeah. soon as you're born, you're rooted in your family, right? It's easy to nourish that relationship, you know? So the next line is, what is recent is easy to correct. Right. So a mistake you just made, you know, if it's your first mistake, you can correct it. You make a second mistake, it might start having an imprint on you, right? Yeah, exactly. So what is recent is easy to correct. Meaning, like, if you have this family... And it's easy to nourish and you start to make mistakes within that family. Well, the sooner you start addressing those mistakes or those, those bad decisions, the quicker it is for you to, the easier it is for you to correct it. Hmm. What is brittle is easy to break. Self-explanatory, I, I would say. Yeah. So like if, if, if you stretch the relationship of your family to such a degree that it's brittle, it's going to break. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. What is small is easy to scatter. And I want you to look at the word like scatter as being like, you know, if you have, if you have like jacks in your hand, right? Like, and you, and you, you spread them out on the floor and then they're like all over the place. Right. Like, like, you know, like, when you have something in the, if it's the tiniest thing, like if you have, if you have a handful of sugar and you spread mm. it out on the floor, like sand, right? Like sand right. is small and like you could go to the beach and then two months later still find sand like in your, in your bed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because it's easy to scatter, it just kind of gets out there. And that's like, I, I, I want you to look at this kind of like a little white lie. Okay. That you tell your family. And if you don't correct that, it can really start to erode that relationship. Definitely. Right? Like, and those are things. And so that's what this is looking at. This is looking like, like it in, in these four lines, it created this, this monument of like, family and like how to deal with friends and how to like just very in a very simple way yeah like a step guide basically (laughs) yeah 
Now the next the next grouping is like we're going to get into a little bit more as 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 you know. Mm. Prevent trouble before it arises. Put things in order before they exist. The mm. giant pine tree grows from a tiny sprout. The journey of a thousand miles starts from beneath your feet. Those are all wow. Okay, let's start um, with the first one. Start first line. Prevent trouble before it arises. I can get a little bit more like, like spiritual or philosophical yeah. into that in the sense of, you know, train yourself to prevent those troubles. Really, you know, you're the one that needs to actually make the first move in almost That's in cool. every situation to make sure that you're, you're attaining the situation and troubles don't arise. Right. Because if you're, if you're mindless in your actions, if you go to your actions from a mindless place, well, you're, you're, you're flirting with trouble. Oh, yeah. Right? So, so step, prevent trouble before it arises. I mean, let's be mindful about what we're doing and where we're at. Put things in order before they exist. That means in your mind. Like, before the problem starts, before, and this is saying put things in order before they exist. Meaning, like, there's a, there, there is some sort of order to things. And although that is true to a lot, to, to a great extent, this is about like, let's make sure that we are being present with what is going on right now, rather than just trying to get to the end. Our society today is always trying to get to the finish line. But here we're seeing that it's like, no, 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 no. Like, there may be a finish line out there, but, but you have to be here right now. You have to be present. You have to be, you have to prevent trouble before it comes up. You have to, you have to put things in order before they exist. The giant pine tree grows from a tiny sprout. Like that's, that's growth to me. That's yeah. growth. But it's also being able to like that tiny sprout, no matter where it grew, is going to root itself to be nourished. I mean, how many sidewalks have you walked across that were broken up by grass? Mm, a lot. <laughs> right? Like grass, something that you could walk on for days has broken concrete because it got rooted. And that rootedness destroyed that concrete. And this goes back to your idea of family. Right. Yeah. Family is rooted and that can break those other things. And then the last the last line, the last two lines here is the journey of a thousand miles starts from beneath your feet. And you can take a thousand mile journey, but you got to go. You got to You got to You got to You got to root yourself and you have to just start. You have to start walking in a direction. And that direction is all about like prevent trouble before it arises. Put things yeah. in order before they exist. You can't take that first step unless you at least take into consideration that you're taking a trip of a thousand miles. But you have to just get going. You got to You got to You got to do something. Absolutely. Like a plan. Yeah. Like even just a plan to take a, a journey of a thousand miles, right? Like you have <laughs> to, you, you like you have to know that you're doing. Like, 
don't if if you said I'm going to go a thousand miles, how how long would you plan for that? Like a long time. But if you yeah. say, but if you say I am going to take a trip of a thousand miles, well, it starts right now, and I'm just going to go. And I know I have my 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 spirit is rooted. I am I'm making sure that like. As soon as I know I'm going in the wrong direction, I'm going to move to the right direction, which means I'm going to correct my, my mistakes. I'm going to stay as, as supple as possible so I don't break. So I'm going to make sure I stretch. and I'm going to do all these things, but I'm just going to go. I'm going to be on this journey. The next line is rushing into action, you fail. Trying to grasp things, you lose them. Forcing a project to completion, you run you ruin what is what was almost ripe. So you do have to make a plan. You don't just you don't just rush into it, but you, mm-hmm. you make sure that you're supple. You make sure that all of these things. And I may have I may have taken you down a wrong path there, but this is a beautiful way of bringing it back. What are your thoughts? You actually, it's actually one of those lines kept is actually really ironic. It's really directly intertwined with something I'm dealing with right now. Uh, I'm doing like a bunch of, uh, well, I have this idea for a, uh, a documentary series. Uh, I do a podcast called Heart- the artistic podcast. And basically it's just, um, uh, podcast that interview, us uh, Toronto. I'm from Toronto, Canada. So, <laughs> uh, Canadian creatives and how creativity has lifted them up to, you know, attain their greatest accomplishments and fill happiness with their lives or taking them out of their greatest uh, thing. So with the documentary series, I wanted to do um, uh, basically, you know, an, an actual uh, person that had a scenario and how they used creativity to overcome that crazy tyrannical scenario or whatever it was right so i have a couple of people that are down to do it and there was this one person he's a street artist and it's awesome and i had to go get some footage for him so now because i was dealing with my own things i couldn't do that and there was one line uh maybe can 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 rushing over again rushing into action you fail trying to grasp things you lose them forcing a forcing a project to completion you ruined that one was almost right. Yep. That's, that that's what I so, thought. Yeah. So I kept, I kept going and I kept, you know, he, he obviously got a little bit agitated and he's like, Hey man, you know, it's your project. It's whatever this and that. Now I, I have two or three of them. So now what I actually realized was, and I did it yesterday. I told him yesterday, I'm like, you're right, man. I'm like, they were 15 minutes and now they're five. Cause they have to get to the point. I'm like, I think I've overworked myself and I think I've overpacked myself. I think I'm just going to do one and then we'll talk about yours. And that was a big step for me because I wanted to, I'm a person where I want to make everyone happy. So that actually brings me down because I'm 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 over I'm overpacking myself, and then I end up just not, you know, I get lost in translation essentially. So well, it's really I want to cool. go back Sorry. to the beginning of this and say, what is brittle is easy to break. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and, that, and that's where you're at, right? You have stretched yourself so thin that you became brittle. 
Huh. That's a that's a really intellectual way to look at it, actually. That's probably one of the only ways I've been trying to look at it a certain way. And I think that's the way that I'm going to look at it because that answer has never came to me. I've never realized that I've stretched myself out, but I essentially I have. I've I've strayed away from with what the actual thing was that sounded perfect. Right. So let's look at this project, right? What is rooted is easy to nourish. When you are rooted in the concept that you are building, it is easy to nourish it. But if you're not rooted in the concept in, and it's just an idea, then y- you, you can't nourish it because it's not clear. But once you're clear and rooted in a concept, you can nourish that concept. The next line was, what is recent is easy to correct. As soon as you start to break from that concept, as soon as you start to please other people, as soon as you start to lose focus, you have to readjust. Mm -hmm. But if you don't readjust, you start spreading yourself thin, bringing our next line, what is brittle is easy to break. Definitely. <laughs> Holy. The next the next line is what is small is easy to scatter. Once you break, and you know brittle things, they break into millions of pieces. Mm-hmm. And then you get scattered. Your thoughts get scattered. Your project gets scattered. The that which was almost perfect, just you picked when it was not ripe. Right. Right. Like, and then we bring out forcing a project to completion. You room in what was almost right. And this is it. Like, this is what holds the doubt. Right. When you when you can pick a number that is in your heart, you are going to get answers from the Tao. The Tao, like it has never let me down. I, I keep a copy of the Tao Te Ching in my car. It's a, it's a small pocket version, but it, it has the whole Tao and it's tiny. It's only 81 chapters and they're fairly short. You know that. But um, but. You know, when, when people are in my car and they're having problems, I say, pick a number, just pick mm-hmm. a number and then mm-hmm. we read it. So, um, I know you have 45 seconds left, but I would love if you were open to coming back on, we'll finish this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got, got one more. Say. Oh, I good. Will, I, I want to hear it. I, yeah, I, w- I will come back on, but I'll start what I have to say. So the Tao, Tao Te Ching was something that I also kind of used. I just never really knew how to use it, but some of the things I read, I started to self-interpret it. So it's actually kind of weird because the second number, I won't lie to you, for within this whole week, uh, there's been a lot of positivity. I'm finally on the path that I need to be. And before this, it wasn't a really good time. Yeah. Uh, so now that it's that I'm back on the path, you know, I'm really looking for a lot of inspiration and I'm really looking for a lot of stuff to keep me going. I'm going to I'm just going to. Yep. So Stephen's going to come back on in a minute, but but. This is what the Tao can do. Um, it is such a wonderful uh, tool in our in in our in our tool shed uh, that we can pull out. Here's Stephanie, and go ahead, yeah. continue. Yeah. So I was literally doing some talks, and then again, I wanted to hop on some talks to basically try and keep myself inspired and get some answers, see if anything would would reveal itself by listening to you guys, reveal itself about you know. Maybe there's something in that I've done in my subconscious that has that is suppressing me that I need to pull out because our subconscious does do that. So yeah. when I got on with you and I did the first one because I was 32, that was more just kind of like I want to see if there's anything connected to my age. That's kind of why I did that. 
Then 64 was a random number because I was intrigued from the Tao Te Ching that you were that, you know, it made so much sense. But but now what's kind of revealing itself subconsciously is I wanted to throw out a random number to see if anything to see if if the Tao Te Ching was going to do exactly what it does. And what someone has told me before was that the Tao Te Ching will literally reveal things that, that, that are bothering you that you don't know about and they'll give you the answers. And you literally just answered me for my project. Yeah. You know and, and, and I also want to mention that 64 is twice 32. Just Oh, no way. And I subconsciously did that. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting you know that you are, you are, there, there is, there is, there, there is something underneath all of this, right? And yeah. it's the Tao. And it's and the Tao. That's like, what I mean. And I, you yeah. know, I, I truly do believe that, you know, I, I've been trying to really find a lot of answers right now. So the fact that this came up and like, yeah, now the double 32 and the whole thing without me even yeah. planning it, I just picked 64 random. I swear to goodness. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you did a math problem. I'm just saying oh, I know. You, you just, <laughs> it just came out that way. Yeah. So uh, the last the last stanza here, it's a little long, so I'm going to read the whole thing, and then we can go through it again one by one. Great. Therefore, the master takes action by letting things take their course. He remains as calm at the end as at the beginning. He has nothing, thus he has nothing to lose. When he desires, what he desires is non-desire. What he learns is to unlearn. He simply reminds people of who they have always been. He cares about nothing but the Tao. Thus, he can care about all things. So, okay, let's go through that again. Um, Therefore, the master takes action by letting things take their course. Yeah, by by observing. Right. Exactly. Letting things happen. It's like all right, well, what is happening? Like when 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 you're observing, if you're observant of how much you're spreading yourself thin, if you're observant of of all of the things that you're, you know, like not able to nourish because something isn't rooted properly, if you can observe those things, well, then you can you can let those things take their action or correct or do whatever you need to do to make that you know flow like when you see your 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 street artist getting frustrated like you respond to that you have an emotional response to that rather than being like whoa what needs to change, right? Like you don't have to change things for them, but you have to like look at yourself and see where, where, where am I part of this? Hmm. He remains as calm at the end as in the beginning. What do you think that means? He remains as calm as in the end as the beginning. Basically, I would say your confidence needs to stay level. And, uh, or you have to have... Huh. He stays as calm as he does from the... Sorry, say it again. Yeah. He's, he remains as calm at the end as at the beginning. Yeah, so I'd say kind of like, you know, your confidence level doesn't change. Your, 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 your ambition and devotion or your... your uh, what's the word? Your, uh, 
motivation towards the certain thing doesn't change your your you're rooted in in what you know and that's ultimately going to let you succeed i guess or something like that when you started this project that you're working on did you have a like were you like through the roof excited about it and like yeah 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 absolutely i still am but uh, yeah 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 but 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 things have gotten tumultuous yeah yeah they've gotten a little yeah a little bit i'll say so in on both sides of those there is not calm no not right now not at all so what do you what do you suppose were to like let's say let's say you got the idea for the project and you decided to sit and calm yourself down before starting the project how do you think you would have addressed it differently probably in the proper way i probably would have came with a i probably would have came with the outcome that i came with a day ago rather than you know causing any tensions amongst me and the artist you know i want to i want to run back to the last line which rushing into action you fail mm, definitely that's what i believe i did <laughs> right and so now we're sitting here down here in the later later line he remains as calm at the end as at the beginning meaning that that excitement you have at the beginning you have to put that in check a little bit. You have to you, you have to say, yes, I'm excited. Okay, now sit down with myself, calm it down so I can accomplish this with a clear mind without having to like rush in. And then he has nothing, thus he has nothing to lose. You didn't like when you start, you just have an idea. As, when you rushed into it, you were chasing it. Hmm. It's not yours anymore. Right. And it's like, you, and it was never yours. You started with an idea. You had nothing. You had nothing to lose. And yet when you rushed into it, it was as if it was slipping through your fingers. Hmm. Does that Does that resonate? Yeah, definitely. Kind of like, well... The thing I first was kind of like understanding about it was kind of like it, you know, I had the idea and it was mine to basically manifest and control. But because I rushed into it, I lost it. That's what I meant by by yeah. losing the idea, right. right? Losing the momentum of it. And now I lost the calm that I needed to be right in order for it to be from front to back. And if you were able to get calm, you would see that, you know what, whether this gets made or not. I still have value and have more to offer. Yes. And I think when we start creative projects, we're all like, oh my God, if I don't do this now, I'm going to lose it. Or if I don't do this now, I'm going to, you know, like we have that fear. There's fear behind a lot of that. And we rush in to please other people, to, to please ourselves, to get, to get credit, to get attention. Like we do those things and that's okay. But if we were able to calm down before we started doing that, jumping into that, we would we would be able to see that that is a hungry ghost that we're not actually 
that that's not that's not the direction that we want to go. We don't want to go rushing into something because no. we're going to stretch ourselves in. We're going to break. Like this is covering so much. Um, what he desires is non-desire. What he learns is to unlearn. So, right, like non-desire, meaning like what you had when you started this project was deep desire to do the project. Yeah. But the master, as we're speaking about here, desires non-desire, that detached, so that you can be calm and do the project from a clear mind. Right, right. There's a thing that my friends say or my, my crew says, this is your baby, your baby. And what I kind of look at them and say, I understand it's my baby, but this is about something that I love. And it's not about me. It's not about Mike. Like, like the topic of the thing isn't strictly about me. So for me, yeah, it's my baby. I have to make sure or I have to do everything that I want with it. But it's 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 a depiction on other people's lives. So essentially, I need it to be from their point of view. You know what I mean? So I want them to have as much uh, creative value or int- um, suggestion to me. And they're just kind of like, it's your baby, man. It's your baby. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's where I kind of separate myself from from the the. The creation. Yeah, like, it is mine, don't get me wrong, but I won't scream at someone and be like, you're screwing everything up, it's mine. I'll look at someone and be like, that's a great idea, but it won't work for this idea. And if someone comes up and they're like, that's a great idea, I'll be like, guess what, guys, we're changing stuff. You know what I mean? But see, that's still, that's in that still exists desire. Definitely. You have desire that you're putting on other people to input, and that's fine, but you have to recognize that in that desire will come like dis-ease, like will come like fractured sort of things, right? Like undesired. So so just kind of being able to see that there is desire in that you have a desire that they influence things that they may not want to influence. And we have to really recognize that they are, they are in charge of their desires as well. Um, he simply reminds people of who they have always been. And that's what you're trying to do with this project, I think, is, is show them who they've always been. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. That's exactly what, what, what the, the project basically stands for. Yes. To show other people what you are actually worth. And, you know, there's, I'm sorry, but there's creativity in, in all of us. Some of us don't apologize for that. I'm an artist. (laughs) Like, don't apologize for that. Okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, there are people that manifest it more, and there are people. For example, I'll give you a great um, thing. I have ADHD. I used to get made fun of ADHD because I had ADHD. ADHD is my strongest skill set because it literally makes me the creative that I need to be. I, me and the artist were talking once, and I couldn't. I had to work, so I couldn't get some footage of him. And I'm like, hey, we're meeting up on the 24th. Can we, you know, do the mural in the morning and then we'll go down to Toronto and we'll wheat paste some of your posters. And he's like, I don't think we should throw two projects into one day. And I'm like, that's what my ADHD, that's the creative I am. I literally used to go from work to sound live uh, shows to, you know, 
DJing and then sleep and then work again. So. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. And if you can do that and if that's, if that's healthy for you, that's great. You but know, that's, like, yes. And what I've noticed is if I don't do that, I'm running around in circles, self-deprecating myself. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like that's a, like everybody needs to deal with their own, like everybody is an individual and that's what's coming up here in this, but every project that you're on and you, right? Like stretching, like, and so stretching yourself thin is something that it sounds like you can do fairly well, but there is a limit to that, mm -hmm. you know, and understanding that as well. And so these last two lines, which, which states, he cares about nothing but the Tao, thus he can care for all things. You see, when you care about your project and care about making a person happy, you can only care about so much. Right. But when you step back and you care about the whole, whether that is, you know, on the small spectrum of the, of the project or the large spectrum of like the global, you know, message that you're trying to present – and and you as a you know as as a creative on this planet like that is like when you can take in the whole you can care for all of it rather than having to separate each thing into a task that just gets done you know checkboxed and that's fine those all those things are fine but making sure that like you're not rushing in, right? Like we talked about rushing into action, making sure that we, we calm ourselves so that we can be present. Um, and that's what 64 is telling us. So I want to thank you for coming on and chatting with me about all of this. And I really, and I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing your documentary series. Yeah, man, absolutely. I'll definitely jump on when you do these again. Maybe we can do some more lines. I would love that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. If you and and if you if you connect with me on Instagram, oh, you're dropping. Um, I hope you can still hear me. If you connect with me on Instagram, I'll send you a link to over a hundred different uh, translations of the Tao in English. Um, it's the Terabus site. Um, so if you connect with me, if anybody connects with me on Instagram and asks for the Tao Te Ching, just tell me that you, you heard this on Wisdom and that you'd like the uh, Tao Te Ching uh, link. Um, I would be happy to send it to you. I want to make sure that everybody has access to the Tao. Um, so, yeah. And if anybody else is out there at 12 o'clock, I'm going to be doing a talk on recovery. So I'm going to be uh, ending this shortly uh, so that I can get a glass of water and then start my next talk. But I want to thank each and every one of you who uh, picked a number and shared the Tao with me. Uh, these are regular. I will be doing mm, two or three of these a week. Uh, so if you see Dao Day Ching Chats, know that you can come on and pick a number between 1 and 81, and we will go through your Dao of the day. And it is so fun, and it is exciting. Stephen, thanks for coming on twice. I really appreciate you and all that you have shared with me, and I'm glad that we could present uh, together. Thank you so much.
I'm Martin John. This has been a Recover Yourself production, and I appreciate your listening. Until next time, keep recovering yourself.